0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 749, for Saturday, January 15th, 2022. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Climbing back up 1 to 20 to re-enter the top 20, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Fair Games, with 16,072 views a gain of 594, or 3.8%, and, in fact, its third week out of the last five it has spent at number 20. It's alternating weeks at number 20. It's also 14 more than last week's number 20, which again means that it is the most views we have seen for a number 20 since November of 2018, and it's only off that mark by less than 40 Repeating at number 19 for the third week in a row, Nemesis, by Adam Kupinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 16,683, 611 more than Jaws of the Lion, a decline of only 44 views, or three-tenths of 1%. Last week's number 20 rebounds back up to 18, where it was two weeks ago, Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 17,571, 888 more than Nemesis, a gain of 9%. Making a liar out of me by rebounding just 1 to 17, Brass, Birmingham, which had spent the last Seven weeks at either sixteen or eighteen, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with eighteen thousand sixty-seven, four hundred ninety-six more than Scythe, a gain of three and a half percent. Repeating at number sixteen for the second week, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flatout Games, with nineteen thousand one hundred twenty-nine, a little more than a thousand more than Brass a decline of 5%. Repeating at number 15 for the third week in a row, Root by Cole published by Leader Games, with 20,134, 1,005 more than Cascadia, a decline of just 1.7%. After two weeks at number 12, down 2 to 14, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 21,226, almost 1,100 more than Root, but a decline of 8%. After two weeks back in the top 10, down from 9 to 13, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 22,294, more than 1,000, better than Everdell, a decline of 12%. Rebounding back up 1 to 12, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 23,570, almost 1,300 more than Wingspan, and a gain of 8.5%. So, for each of these last five entries, they have been more than 1,000 views, more than the entry before, which is kind of unusual to have this much spacing out, especially such a regular spacing. Um, I guess that's all I have to say about that. After four weeks back in the top ten, down from five to eleven, Sleeping Gods by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games with 24,353. About 800 more than Marvel Champions and a decline of almost 10%. Well... We have three new entries in the top ten. The three games falling out are, from 5 to 11, Sleeping Gods, from 9 to 13, Wingspan, and from 10 to 22, Radlands. The first new entry returns after just a week away. Last week it was at number 11, so it moves back up 1 to 10. Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 24,000 709 views, that's 356 more than Sleeping Gods, a 3% gain, and 188 more than last week's number 10, which means that, as was true last week, we again have the most views for a number 10 since January 27th of 2018, almost four years ago. This is also Arkham Horror, the card game's 190th week in the top 10, making it only the third game to reach that plateau. And the other two are right ahead of it. Down one spot for the second week in a row, from 7 to 8 to 9, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Affair Games, with 25,502, about 800 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of only... 13 views, or one-tenth of 1%. After three weeks at number 6, down 2 to 8, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Vixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 26,512, a little more than 1,000, better than Gloomhaven, and a slight decline of 69 views, or three-tenths of 1%. Well, I mentioned last week that uh, when Terraforming Mars hit 220 weeks in the top 10, that in the preceding 11 months, since Gloomhaven hit 220 weeks in the top 10, Terraforming Mars had charted only 10 times, whereas Gloomhaven had charted 16. Well, in that same time frame, Arkham Horror the Card Game charted 30 times. So over the span of the last year, it has actually closed the gap between itself and the top two longest-running games, while Gloomhaven has slightly expanded its lead on Terraforming Mars. At the other end of the spectrum, here is a game that has spent only two weeks in the top ten. Last week it debuted at number two, this week it is down five to seven. Townsfolk Tussle by Rachel Rusk, Tony Meyer, and Stephen Lewis published by Panic Roll, with 27,293, about 800 more than Terraforming Mars, and a decline of 24%. Reversing its decline, it was declining steadily for several weeks, and now it has climbed two weeks in a row. From 7 to 6 this week, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 27,000, 647, 354 more than Townsfolk's Hustle, and a gain of 7.2%. With its 74th week in the top 10, Spirit Island moves into sole possession of number 9 on the most weeks list, passing both Star Wars Imperial Assault and Marvel Champions. Our second new entry is a debut at number 5, Rise of the Necromancers, by Thor Bjorn Christensen and Christopher Kist, published by Sore Loser Games and Mythic Games, with 28,009, 362 more than Spirit Island. This is a game that is currently being crowdfunded on GameFound, with a $50,000 goal It has had over $200,000 pledged. Here is the blurb that it says on GameFound, quote, Raise eternal armies, conquer cities and levy taxes paid in corpses, explore dungeons, and claim the title of headmaster of four great necromantic academies. Down one to four Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition with 28,670, 661 more than. Rise of the Necromancers, a decline of 18%. Swapping places with it and climbing one to three, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 34,071. That is a gap of 5,400, which is mostly Arnak's fault for losing more than that, and a gain of 4% for Dune. The highest new entry uh, is at number 2, charting for the third time and returning after uh, a little over, or almost 5 months away. The Great War by Camille Siesla, Robert Plesovich, and Lukasz Vlodarchik, published by Awaken Realms with 36,597. 2,500 more than Dune Imperium and a gain of 76% from where it was last week at number 14, so a 12-position climb. This is an asymmetric worker placement game with engine building and semi-cooperative elements and lots of miniatures that raised over a million dollars on Kickstarter. The last time it appeared, it was arriving to backers in certain locations. Uh, The previous time it was on, which is about two years ago, it was when it was being funded. Now it has reappeared as it arrives to backers in the United States. But maintaining its stranglehold on the top, number one for the fifth week in a row, Arc Nova by Matthias Viggi, published by Capstone Games, with 57,514 views, almost 21,000 more than The Great Wall, and a gain of 2.6% as it notches its best week in views yet. In fact, it is high enough to be number 124, And the most views in a week ever list. Which doesn't sound that impressive, but it's pretty good. Now, we've been tracking the fact that it has been at number one and had over 50,000 views each of these weeks that it has been there. Uh, To go back to the last time a game had five weeks over 50,000 views, we have to... Retreat all the way back to the summer of 2018, about three and a half years ago, when Root reigned for seven straight weeks between August 11th and September 22nd, and each of those seven weeks, it was over 50,000 views. Now, if you want to go back even further, we're getting into Gloomhaven territory. Only a handful of games have ever notched five weeks in a row with over 50,000 views. So Arc Nova is already in very elite company. The Seventh Continent also did five weeks in a row over 50,000. As just mentioned, Root did seven. But of course, the record for this, and if, if Arc Nova were to continue and extend it out to an eighth time, then we're going to have to go back to Gloomhaven. Because Gloomhaven reeled off 27 consecutive weeks with more than 50,000 views. And in fact, most of that time it had more than 60. A lot of it was more than 70. There was a stretch of 13 weeks where every week it had more than 100,000 views. Uh, Gloomhaven is really in a class by itself. But, uh, that just kind of puts in perspective, like, no other games have done this. So, from a certain perspective, what Ark Nova is doing here now is historic. And if you factor in that the page views as a whole were way higher at Gloomhaven's, when Gloomhaven was doing its, its thing, and, and even when Root was, uh, that makes Ark Nova's accomplishment even more impressive. For Saturday... January 15th, 2022.